Hello and welcome to this episode of the AI Frontier Podcast, where we explore the exciting world of artificial intelligence. Today we are talking about Generative Adversarial Networks, or GANs for short. GANs are a type of deep learning algorithm that can generate new content, such as images, music, and text, by combining existing data. In this episode, we will delve into the history and evolution of GANs, how they work, and their real-world applications. We will also discuss some of the challenges and limitations associated with GANs, as well as their potential future advancements and impact on the creative industries. So buckle up and let's get started. First, let's start with the basics. Generative adversarial networks, or GANs, are a type of machine learning algorithm that are used to generate new content. They were introduced in 2014 research paper by Ian Goodfellow and others. And since then, they have become one of the most popular and widely researched topics in the field of deep learning. So how do GANs work? GANs consist of two main components the generator and the discriminator. The generator's job is to generate new content, such as an image based on a set of random noise. On the other hand, the discriminator's job is to determine whether the content generated by the generator is real or fake. The generator and the discriminator are trained together in a process called adversarial training where the generator tries to generate content that the discriminator can't distinguish as fake, while the discriminator tries to get better at recognizing fake content. This process continues until both the generator and the discriminator reach a certain level of performance. One key difference between GANs and other machine learning algorithms is that GANs are trained in an unsupervised manner. Unlike supervised learning, where the algorithm is trained on labeled data, GANs are trained on unlabeled data. This means that the algorithm has to learn the underlying patterns and structure of the data without the help of explicit labels. And now that we have learned what GANs are, let's speak about their history and how they evolved over time. Stay tuned. GANs were first introduced in 2014 research paper by Ian Goodfellow and others, making a significant milestone in the field of deep learning. In this paper, the authors proposed a new type of algorithm that could generate new content, such as images, by combining existing data. Since then, GANs have rapidly evolved and expanded into new areas of research and development. One of the early influential research papers on GANs was published in 2016, which introduced the concept of conditional GANs. 
conditional GANs allowed the generator to generate content based on additional information, such as class labels or text descriptions, opening up new avenues for creative applications. Over the years, various types of GANs have been developed, each with their own unique characteristics and applications. Some of the most popular types of GANs include conditional GANs, style GANs, and cycle GANs. Conditional GANs allow the generator to generate content based on additional information, such as class labels or textual descriptions, as we spoke now. Style GANs, on the other hand, are a type of GAN that can generate high-quality images that are highly realistic and diverse, using a novel generator architecture that separates the style of the image from its content. And finally, cycle GANs are used for image-to-image translation tasks, and use two generators and two discriminators to translate images from one domain to another while preserving the content and structure of the original image. And now that we have an overview of the history of GANs, let's see how GANs work from the inside. Stay tuned! As we mentioned earlier, GANs consist of two main components, the generator and the discriminator. The generator's job is to generate new content, such as image, based on a set of random noise. The discriminator's job is to determine whether the content generated by the generator is real or fake. The training process for GANs involves using a loss function to measure the performance of both the generator and the discriminator. The generator is trained to generate content that the discriminator can't distinguish as fake, while the discriminator is trained to get better at recognizing fake content. This process continues until both the generator and discriminator reach a certain level of performance. The generator and discriminator are typically implemented as neural networks, with the generator being a deep convolutional neural network and the discriminator being a binary classifier. The training process can be time-consuming, as it involves a large number of iterations and requires a lot of computational resources. So, after this training, what does GAN-generated art look like? Let's discuss some examples of GAN-generated images, music, and text. GAN-generated images can be highly realistic with the level of detail and quality that is comparable to real photographs. They can also be high diverse, with the ability to generate a wide range of images that are based on existing data. GAN-generated music can range from simple melodies to complex pieces that are based on existing music. They can also be used to generate new sound effects or films and games. GAN-generated text can be used to generate new creative works, such as stories, poems, and even scripts. They can also be used to generate product descriptions for websites and other marketing materials. 
GANs are able to generate text that is coherent and grammatically correct, with the ability to mimic the style and tone of existing text. And now that we know how GANs work, let's have a look on their limitations, challenges, and ethical considerations. Stay tuned. As GANs continue to evolve and gain popularity in the creative industries, it's important to consider the challenges and limitations associated with this technology, as well as the ethical considerations involved. One of the biggest challenges of GANs is the need for large amounts of data to train the algorithm. This can make it difficult for smaller organizations or individuals to use GANs in their work. Training GANs can also be complex and time-consuming process, requiring a lot of computational resources. The quality and consistency of the generated content can also be inconsistent, with some outputs being highly realistic and others being of poor quality. In terms of ethical considerations, there are questions surrounding the ownership of the generated content and the potential for GANs to be used for malicious purposes, such as creating defects. There are also concerns about the potential impact of GANs on the rights of artists and creatives. And now that we know about its limitations, let's talk about its future, how it can be compared with other AI tools, and what are the tools and resources for exploring GANs. Stay tuned. So, what does the future hold for GANs in the creative industries? GANs have the potential to change the way we create art and other creative works, providing new tools and techniques for artists and creatives to explore and experiment with. However, it's important to consider both the potential benefits and drawbacks of this technology and to address the ethical considerations involved. Let's also compare GANs with other AI techniques used in creative applications, such as style transfer and neural style transfer. While these techniques are similar to GANs in that they generate new content based on existing data, the main difference is that style transfer and neural style transfer focus on transferring the style of one image to another, while GANs focus on generating new content from scratch. Also, if you are interested in exploring GANs further, there are many resources and tools available to help you get started. From open-source GAN libraries like TensorFlow, PyTorch, and Keras, to tutorials and online courses. There are many ways to learn more about using GANs in your work. Online communities and forums are also a great way to connect with other GAN enthusiasts 
and stay up to date with the latest developments in the field. So whether you are an artist, a programmer, or simply curious about the potential of GANs, there has never been a better time to dive in and start exploring this exciting world of generative adversarial networks. In conclusion, GANs are powerful and innovative type of deep learning that have the potential to revolutionize the creative industries from generating highly realistic images, music, and text, to providing new tools and techniques for artists and creatives. GANs are an exciting and rapidly evolving field of technology. But as with any technology, it's important to consider the challenges and limitations associated with GANs, as well as the ethical considerations involved. By staying informed and exploring the many resources and tools available, we can continue to push the boundaries of what's possible with GANs and shape the future of creativity. And as usual, if you have any questions and would like to reach out to me, you can find me on Twitter. My username is Wadiskaf, W-A-D-I-E underscore S-K-A-F. Feel free to send me a tweet. I am always happy to chat about AI and data science and to share my knowledge and experience. So that's all folks. And until next time, take care.